the Priory Society Podcast. Hey, sexies. Today we are going to talk about a very serious problem in the lifestyle. The issue is flaky swingers. All of you will experience this at some point. In fact, we were on a recent trip to Las Vegas and it happened to us. We got flaked on. But swingers encounter flaky people every single weekend. Lifestylers, they are notorious for suffering from what we call the next best offer syndrome and we'll break down exactly what that means. We're going to show you how to identify flakes and fakers that will waste your time. You'll learn how you can fight back against flaky people by spotting their red flags early on. This episode will help you maximize your success when arranging sexy dates to make sure you don't waste any time with people that are not worthy. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Hey there, sexies. Welcome back home to the Priory Society podcast. I am Isis, and sitting across from me is my Latin lover husband, Eros. ¿Qué tal, mi amor? Mira, pásame unos tamales. Huh? Y un champurrado, güey. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me translate. Guys, he's asking me to pass him some tamales. Babe, what makes oh, you yeah. think I have tamales and champurrado on me? Dude, you called me here to record yeah, an episode. We got to get an episode out. And okay. I'm a Mexican dude. Right. What else could I possibly want? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. How about this? I'll make some for Christmas. Okay, okay mi amor. Okay. Muchas gracias. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> By the way, for all the listeners that don't know, champurrado is a thick Mexican hot chocolate. It's really good. Oh, it's has, like, delicious. some cornmeal in it. Yeah. It's tasty. Yeah, you've got to try it. Next time you guys go to the lunch truck, mm -hmm. they probably have it. Just say, hey, do you have champurrado? And you'll yeah. seem like a pro. <laughs> oh, this person's been to Mexico. Right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in today's episode, we are talking about flaky swingers. Now, this is a problem that plagues the lifestyle. But we have some solutions for you guys. So we do have a positive spin on this. We're going to give you eight red flags to identify flaky people. So you know what to expect and you can see it coming to make sure that you don't get flaked on. Yeah, we're going to do those towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun and very helpful, very useful. Oh, absolutely. So look forward to that, guys. And as part of this episode, we've included some on-site recordings that we did. And we went to Las Vegas for two main reasons. One, we had some work to do there for real estate. And two, we got invited to a slot tournament at the Luxor Casino. Since we knew that we had to be in Vegas for some building inspections, we have some rehabs going on on some of our buildings. We contacted our casino host at the Bellagio and asked them, hey, are there any events going on? So he got us into the slot tournament. Yeah, I wanted to do a slot tournament at the Bellagio, but they didn't have one going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so as part of the slot tournament, what they do is they gift you a room. Mm -hmm. They comp it. And so the only tournament that was going on was at the Luxor. And I was like, well, that's not my first choice property, I but know. whatever. It'll be a free stay. We'll get a bunch of points and even an opportunity to win the $25,000 purse that they had. And then we're going to split it up with like the top 10 people. Yeah. I but, mean, you never know what jackpot you're going to get. Right. And it's not even about the jackpot. We just wanted the right. free room. Yeah. <laughs> so we took advantage while we were there. 
there and recorded some on-site audio clips of us walking around the Luxor Casino. But, but we, were, we were buzzed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> we were buzzed while we were recording. Yeah. We had did, a bunch of different drinks. We did. No, not just drinks. We had drank. Drank. That means a strong <laughs> drink. <laughs> so here's what this means to you. When we switch to the on-site recordings that we took on our cell phone, those recordings probably won't offer much value in terms of the topic, <laughs> right. the flaky swinger topic. <laughs> but they're fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had some random discussions. Yes. We were making observations on people. Yeah. The people around us. Right. Like our favorite activity. Oh, people we love watching. to people watch. Yeah. Oh, love it. It's so much fun. So then my husband goes on a whole thing about women's feet and how white girls' heels are different than other women's heels. <laughs> yeah. They are different. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I noticed it because you kept talking I, about it. Yeah, because I was showing you the difference. <laughs> yes, you were. The bunch of girls walking around in sandals and you could see it right in front of you. Right. You knew what I was talking about, right? Yes. Look, and not just white girls, but mainly on white girls, because mm-hmm. those are the girls that love to wear sandals. Oh, yeah. Their heels don't usually have a lot of extra meat on them. <laughs> <laughs> their heels don't have a lot of extra flesh. They're lean, yeah. right? right? And also their heel, they don't have the big like, beefy hook in the back like a guy's foot. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? You saw it. Well, I showed now you. I do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I looked at them in detail. So now I know. And you guys will have fun listening to that. And again, you're going to have to excuse us because everything is super random, yeah. but our hope is that maybe the data will be useful to somebody in the future. Probably right? not, but <laughs> if it is, it'll be after a pole shift or some kind of mini ice age right? and some lucky explorer <laughs> <laughs> who'll find this recording in a time capsule or whatever. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, and then he's instantly going to have all this advanced knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's going to say, or she... <laughs> They're going to say, wow, oh my God, that's why women's heels are shaped that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) See, that's what we do here in the Prior Society podcast. Mm. We only provide the most elite secret society knowledge of the ages. Yes, you can't get it anywhere else, baby. (laughs) Let's do some shout outs. Oh, yeah. So today we are going to highlight two emails that we received, one in English and one in Spanish, but my husband will translate that one. Yeah, sure. The first email is from Brian and Melissa. The subject line is, good morning. They said, we discovered your podcast over the weekend and are really enjoying your combined styles. Neither of you sugarcoats anything. And frankly, you speak true about numerous foibles and WTF aspects of the lifestyle. What the fuck aspects of the lifestyle? For example, finished with play, then get the hell out of their room so they can go about their business. Anyway, thank you for being you. We're enjoying both your perspectives as well as your advice on tactics and mindset to be successful. We started listening with your 12 tips to be successful at a hotel takeover or lifestyle resort. Fantastic. And believe you me, we need the help. Never learned flirting or anything as we were social outcasts in junior high and high school. Anyway, during That's like most people. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, during that episode, you mentioned a newsletter we could sign up for. Do you have a link for the newsletter? Sign up. We'd like to be on the list. Thanks, Brian and Melissa. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Great email. Absolutely. And that episode was episode 19. Mm-hmm. The 12 Steps. All right. This one's in Spanish. And what I'll do is I'll actually read it in Spanish mm. for all of the Spanish speakers out there. And then I'll translate it. All right, guys. So this email is from Alberto y Blanca. Mm -hmm. And the subject line is saludos, which means greetings. And here's what they say. Hola, Isis y Eros. Somos Blanca y Alberto de Carolina del Norte. Saludos. Disculpen, el mensaje en español es más rápido. 
Aunque no tengo problemas escuchar el podcast en inglés, nos gusta mucho el podcast de ustedes. Está genial. <risa> Hemos escuchado todos los episodios. Tenemos poco tiempo en el lifestyle. Si no es mucho pedir, ojalá nos puedan mandar un saludo en su próximo episodio <risa> <risa> con esas sexy voces que tienen. Oh. Salúdenme a Felipe, el inseminator. <risa> You're saying hello to him. Gracias, saludos. Sigan con ese genial show. Gracias desde Carolina del Norte. All right, so briefly, awesome. so this couple listens to the podcast in English and it helps them practice their English. I love that. Full immersion. Absolutely. They're Spanish speakers, but they throw it on. They understand. Sure. They say that here. So let me go ahead and give you the, the translation. Yes. Hello, Isis and Eros. We are Blanca and Alberto from North Carolina. Many greetings. Forgive us for the Spanish message, but it is faster for us. Although we have no problems listening to you in English mm -hmm. or listening to the podcast in English. We very much enjoy your podcast. It is awesome. We have listened to all the episodes. Yay. We have just a little time in the lifestyle or we're new to the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And if it's not too much trouble, could you please give us a shout out on your next episode <laughs> with those sexy voices that you have? Ooh. Say hello to Felipe the Inseminator. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you. And please continue with this awesome show. Thank you so much from North Carolina. So Very cool. Yeah. Man. So both of the emails, Brian and Melissa, thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. Alberto and Blanca, muchas gracias por escuchar. Thank you for listening. Sí, and gracias. all of you listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. You help us with the download numbers. Mm -hmm. We help you with tips and strategies. Yes. And get laid easier. Yeah. It's a beautiful cycle. <laughs> it is. It's a nice, yeah. yeah, there's a nice energy exchange going on. Oh, it's wonderful. Even though we haven't met some of you in person, it's, right. it's very cool the way things happen when you're listening to the audios and you send us the feedback yeah. and you tell your friends about it and it's you've great. helped us grow our audience. So we appreciate that. Right. And we definitely want to give back to you. I mean, mm -hmm. literally some podcasters are selling a course out there and it's a thousand dollars, anywhere from 700 dollars to a thousand dollars depending mm -hmm. on how you pay the stuff that they charge you for we teach you for free right here on our podcast right okay so save your thousand bucks the other thing is we've been doing a lot of these listener parties yes we did one this past weekend in palm springs we met 60 of you guys it was so much fun if you were there in palm springs here's a special shout out to you guys we appreciate you you guys drank almost a thousand dollars worth of liquor <laughs> and i'm so happy because we didn't have to bring it back i know <laughs> we arrived with about a g of yeah, liquor yeah and several bottles oh Uh -huh, easily. And you guys, over the course of three days, mm -hmm. helped us drink it, which was awesome. So we appreciate you. And we'll let you guys know whenever we do these listener parties. Generally, we put these together while we're attending a big party. Yeah. We'll do these smaller parties either at the bar or in our room, or we'll rent a small ballroom. Mm -hmm. But we want to meet you guys. Oh, yeah. So it was a pleasure if you were there. Thank you so much for coming through to the room. And we're happy to have spent some time with you guys. Absolutely. We love meeting you guys in person. And if you would like to send us some feedback, Back and you'd like us to read it, you can send a message to the following email, info at priorysociety.com. You can also message us on Kick, we're Latino Sexy Couple. And if you're on Cassidy, you can message us at our profile, which is Latino Sexy Couple, and also on SDC, we're Latino SXY Couple. And for those of you who still have not done so, please go to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, mm -hmm. right? So it's the same thing. They're trying to rebrand it now. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be known as iTunes, but Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating along with a few sentences about why you like to listen to our show and what you find helpful. Oh, yeah. Okay. What you find memorable. What's funny to you? <laughs> These reviews, they're not to feed our ego. Right. We don't need that. We're very confident people. These reviews are to help the person browsing podcasts and to help them make a decision to give us a try and take a listen. They may need our help. 
Absolutely. And we want to be there for them. Yeah. We want to make it easy for them to find us. And for that, we need your help, guys. Right. And your kind words about our podcast, your raving reviews are going to make it very easy for someone who is new to the podcasting world to click on our podcast and give us a try. So we really appreciate you guys. And we have another cool update for you guys. We're working on some t-shirts. We're having our Priory Society logo recreated and digitized to make it the necessary resolution to put on t-shirts and other merchandise so that you can blow it up real big and real small and it'll be a nice quality. It needs to be vector graphics, which is what we didn't have, right? Once that's done, we'll be able to put them on shirts and you guys will be able to order. So we'll Mm -hmm. provide a link for you guys in the next few episodes. Right. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So you'll be able to order a Priory Society t-shirt with Mm -hmm. our seal on it. And we're making them available also in some female fashions because my wife said that was important. (laughs) They just can't be a boxy t-shirt for the loom. Oh, yeah. We have to also have little tank tops or little form-fitted female style shirts. Ladies want to look sexy, too. Absolutely, yeah. And we want to make sure you feel comfortable in them as well. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to have the logo. I want to do front and back on the logo. These shirts will be available with just the Maltese cross, which Mm -hmm. is a Knights Templar cross. Yes. By itself. So just across front and back. Mm -hmm. All right. So you can be a little bit more anonymous. You can Mm -hmm. wear it out in public. No one's going to know what that cross is. Just looks like a design. Unless they're a listener. Yeah. You can also choose to have our Knights Templar Cross seal with the words the Priory Society right below it. And if you wear this T-shirt to a swinger event, oh, yeah. you're going to be peacocking oh. in the finest fashion. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you're going to make it easy for other people to recognize you and to say, oh, dude, you listen to? Yeah, they're going to yeah, they're gonna instantly know that you're a cool person. Yeah. <laughs> and then we want to do little giveaways and stuff. So like oh, sure. you'll, you'll wear your shirt and then you'll post a picture of you looking away, you know, private picture. Absolutely. You don't have to show your face. Yeah. Maybe looking away into the, I don't know, the Grand Canyon, you're at a club, you're someplace, you're Absolutely. at a hotel takeover, and maybe it's uh, you facing away and you could see the seal, yes. the Priory Society seal. Yes. And you'll send us the copy of that picture, you'll mm-hmm. post it on Twitter or on Cassidy, and then we'll be doing giveaways, you know, Starbucks coffee, gift cards, things like that. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing some fun little things for you guys for wearing our shirt in public and sending us proof of that. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So we have cool stuff coming up but okay enough promo we have to get to the luxor casino recordings where we don't speak about anything really important (laughs) (laughs) one of these days we should do an episode where we include all of our definitions from our leather bound perverted dictionary because we get lots of feedback from listeners that they really love this portion of the program yeah it's fun for them. It's fun for them, and other podcasters don't do it. Well, they don't, and we receive messages all the time, emails on Cassidy, on Kick, and they say that's one of their favorite parts. Yeah. They learn, but we also keep it silly. The definitions are not like Webster's <laughs> Right. <laughs> and we have a new word today. The word is the next best offer syndrome. This is what happens when couples want to meet you, but they also want to meet other people. So they won't commit to plans because they're waiting to hear back from the other couples that they've also reached out to. Many times they perceive these other couples as being hotter than you or sexier than you, which makes you the second or third or fourth choice. And that's what makes you the next best offer. You're not the first choice. You're the backup plan. The thing is that everybody wants to hang out with the people that they perceive as the best catch, right? The hottest couple in their eyes, the couple that they perceive to be the most fuckable. So your plans, they remain in limbo until the other couple either makes a plan with somebody else or they get rejected by them, in which case you're in line as the next best offer. 
Now, swingers suffer from this terrible ailment every single week. And it's not just in Vegas. It happens all over the world. It's just really popular in Vegas and at large swinger takeover events because people, they want to make those trips as epic as possible. So they want to make the most out of their time. They want to have the sexiest play date that they can possibly imagine. But the problem is it's not productive and it brings a lot of uncertainty and despair into many people's lives. The couples doing it and the couples on the receiving end of the syndrome, they both develop unnecessary stress in their lives. A little bit later in the episode, we're going to give you some red flags to look for that will help you find out when someone is trying to pull this trick, the next best offer syndrome on you. These red flags will indicate that you're not their first choice to meet up with. And we'll do that, like I said, a little bit later in the episode. And they're really good strategies yeah, as well. They're awesome. So yeah. look forward to that, guys. Let's go ahead and play our first remote audio clip that takes place on the drive to Las Vegas. So let's talk about the shitty communication that lifestylers have. It is oh, bad. We've been getting a lot of messages. We from have couples. Well, we also stimulated the messages. We yeah. have what we call an awareness campaign that we conduct, and we're going to teach that to you. <laughs> yeah. That allows you to create a lot of traffic and eyeballs on your social media profile. When I say social media, I mean you know Cassidy SDC SLS. Uh, yeah. Your Match.com equivalent for freaky people. For lifestyle. Yeah, yep. for swingers or poly people or singles, right? Yeah. Well, we created a good awareness campaign. Sure. Which got a lot of people perving us. All week long. We sent some messages out strategically. Mm -hmm. We'll teach you how to do this, by the way. Teach you exactly what we did to stimulate a lot of activity on our profile. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we're in the middle of the desert. Let me describe the panorama. Finally, this small SUV got out of our way in the fast lane. What is it with the little SUVs? I don't know. The hybrids and the little SUVs. The mini SUVs and the hybrids tend to block the fast lane. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. And then you pass by them and you look at them because you always want to see the face of an idiot. Right. And they're always looking at their phone. Or they look like they're asleep. Yeah. Like they're staring at their phone, like either watching YouTube videos or uh -huh. on Facebook or doing something. Yeah, yeah. Totally unsafe. Not paying attention at all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mountains all around us. This is the high desert. And we're approaching Las Vegas. Let's talk about the awareness campaign. Yes. Like I said earlier, 60 to 70 new eyeballs looking at us. Uh-huh. As a result of our campaign. Yep. 30 email exchanges. That's right. Approximately. Yeah. And 10 or so kick, kick chats. chats. The more serious folks. Yes. And we have... I think there's two regular text chats going on. Yes. For the people who just refuse kick, which is <laughs> silly. Right. Maybe they're stuck in the 1980s or 1990s and they only <laughs> want to do text and they don't mind giving away their cell phone, which is stupid. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you can communicate without having to give away your cell phone number, yeah, then you should do it. That's great. Because anyone with a friend in law enforcement can ping your phone. Exactly. And they'll know the location of that device. Yep. And usually that device is in your pocket. So now they know exactly where you are at, at all times. Correct. Not a good safety strategy. Yeah. Right? All right. We're going to report to you what actually ends up happening, guys. Because yeah. the swinging lifestyle is a huge social experiment. That's right. People are very interesting. Their communication can be stellar. But for the most part, I would say 98% of people are terrible at communication. They're shitty communicators. They're bad. Yeah. Meaning, they'll text you something, but they don't provide information before they ask you what they want to ask you. Yeah. And then also, 
they don't ask questions. They don't ask questions that further the conversation. They don't have leading questions. Right. So that tells me a lot about the type of conversationalist that they are. Yeah. For example, <laughs> we need to get to the meat. And when I say meat, I mean M-E-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get to the meat. Let me at least see your meat. Yeah. So I can know if I want to touch your meat. Do you know that meet and greet is actually M-E-A-T? Yes. And greet. Yes. Meet and greet because ultimately you want to see each other's meats. Correct. Right. That's the goal. Well, that's how we refer to the meet and greet. Right. Right? <laughs> because we want to see the meats. Because we're perverted. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are. Yeah. And it yeah. rubs off on me. <laughs> okay. That's true. We're going to give you the stats of what ends up happening. Yes. So far... We have three meetings planned today. These are meet and greet for a drink type meetings on Friday. Yep. Tomorrow there's two. Sunday there's one. Mm-hmm. We're going to let you know what ends up happening because we have a bunch of conversations going. Yes. But Vegas attracts a lot of transient, flaky people. Correct. The locals tend to be pretty flaky. Yes. A lot of them will actually refuse to travel to the Strip. That's right. Many of them have a lot of miles. I don't know if you've ever seen, <laughs> and I don't want to use the word skanky, but someone used that word to describe Vegas couples. Yeah. I didn't agree with that I, because right. I, we know some very nice They're Vegas very couples. very nice couples, You know, yes. these are the ones that live in Southern Highlands, sure. Summerland, well-to-do, yeah, yeah. classy couples. The people who we were speaking to were probably describing other couples. Because they said Vegas couples were skanky. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. Not I mean, all we've of met them. some crazy, wild that's people. That's true. That's true. That fuck a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's what I mean by a lot of miles, meaning they prey on a lot of the travelers that yes. come through. And the travelers don't know that these guys fuck every night. Sure. The travelers just say, oh, she's nice, she's blonde, yeah. and let's go fuck. Right? Yeah. The locals are spoiled. Yeah. Because they get a lot of Midwesterners, people from all over the country, all over the world, oh, sure. coming to Vegas, and they're just so excited to meet up with other swingers that these people will take an Uber anywhere, yeah. meet you anywhere, and so the locals can say things like, well, meet us here, meet us there, and the locals call the shots. Well, we're not really good with that. I don't mind taking commands from people yeah. if they're exquisite. Exactly. And what I mean by exquisite is it doesn't start with an E. No. It starts with an S. No, it starts with apostrophe. <laughs> apostrophe S Q U I Z I T. Uh huh. Baby, she's squizzit. Oh, girl, you so squizzit. Baby girl, did oh. I, baby girl, did somebody ever told you that you squizzit? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. If what you're was I saying? Vegas couples. No, what were you going to say? No, you were saying we don't mind kind of taking someone's lead if they're absolutely exquisite. If they're fantastic. Yes. Yeah, if they're awesome and they seem pretty wholesome, like yeah. they have a family, they have children, they're busy. They're well spoken. Yeah, if they're if it's two youngsters that fuck a lot. Yeah. I'm iffy. Yeah. All right. Exactly. But here's the shit: the traveling Vegas swingers. Here's why they're flaky: because they're waiting for the next best offer to come through. What I mean is, the people who they perceive as being sexier than you. Yeah. The sexiest couple. That they put out messages to. Yeah. They're waiting for them to respond. Right. This is why, and it happens not just in Vegas, but Vegas is notorious for it. But this is why a couple will not commit to you and then at the very last minute will text you, email you, Cassidy you, and kick you and say, Mm -hmm. what's up? What's up for tonight, guys? You guys still around? Because they were flaked on by the sexier couple. Right. Yeah. Because the sexier couple 
didn't think they were as exquisite. <laughs> I'm going to point to you, okay? I'll point to you. Okay. Because the sexier couple didn't think that they were... Exquisite. Enough. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, yeah. So now you're the next best offer. You're the, like... You're the next best thing in line. You're the backup. You're the backup plan. plan. Yeah. And they have backup plan upon backup plan upon backup plan. Correct. So they'll make appointments or they'll set up a schedule for three or four couples. Well, I want to let people know that you don't have to wait around for anybody. We don't. Fuck that. When you're we making make, plans. No. We make our own plan. Yeah. Yeah. And we take the lack of response. Initially, it might be that somebody's busy and they can't get back to you. Usually, it's bullshit. But usually, usually they're, yeah. they're waiting to firm up a plan with someone else. And they don't want to say no to you right now. Right. Because you might make another plan. Correct. So they'll leave you in limbo. Go ahead. Yeah. It's my perspective that a lot of people who play the game, like they're waiting for the next best offer that might be tagging you along. Right. I believe that they may not even end up doing anything. They may not have yes. any plans with anybody at the end of the night. That happens quite often. I mean, how many times have we been in Vegas and we start getting texts at 11 p.m., midnight, from people who previously said they were busy? Yeah, or oh, a lot. we try to string us along and we right. didn't just... We, after a while, we didn't respond. We don't wait around. No, no, fuck that. No, oh, no, 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 no. Like, no. fuck you. Yeah, we... Uh, listen, we learned a long time ago... Yes. ...this strategy. And you know what? There was a couple in Las Vegas who taught us this strategy. Yes, They called right. it the next best offer. Yeah. And they said the following. If you flake on us, you don't get a second chance. Exactly. No second chances. Yeah. Yep. So... Ever since then, we've adopted that. Absolutely. And we do not give people second chances. Nope. We learned it from this couple, very seasoned couple, respectable yeah. couple, pillars of the community sure. in Vegas. We had drinks with them. We didn't play with them or anything. But they taught us that because they are Vegas locals. Yes. And ever since we started doing our own thing and making our own plan and basically telling people, listen, if you'd like to make a plan, we're happy to block out a time for you. Yeah. But you need to let us know if you're serious. Because uh, we edify them. We think yeah. you're great. We think you're wholesome. We think you're sexy. Yes. We will block out a time for you to meet you if you want to do that. But right. if not, maybe we'll see you on the next trip. Yeah. Move right along. Exactly. Basically telling them, hey, be serious with us or get the fuck out. Yeah. We're not going to be strung along like this. No. Because many times when we've said hell no to people. Yeah. And we do our own thing. Right. A really sexy couple ends up coming along. Yeah. <laughs> and we end up being grateful that we did not make a plan or a tentative plan. And we made ourselves wide open and available. Yes. And we were able to meet a really sexy couple. Yeah. It's happened several times. Absolutely. So, guys, don't let yourself be strung along. That's right. Don't fall into the trap of the next best offer syndrome. The people who will actually follow through. Yeah. There is a 10% success rate. That's our speeder. We <laughs> yeah. call it a speeder. A speedy. Uh, a speedy. What's the name of this device here? It's a that, radar. <laughs> that, that does uh, radar detecting? The speedy. El speedy. El speedy. Oye. Hey. Prende el speedy way. Andale, pues. Yeah, the speeder alerts us <laughs> when there's highway patrol. And then we slow way down. We slow down quick. And then people yeah. pass us. They get pissed at us. Well, they like, don't know. Why well, are you driving so slow? <laughs> and they get pulled over. Right. Well, we're this, actually going the speed limit now. Dude, this speeder has <laughs> saved us so many times. Oh, hell yeah. The radar detector. Yeah, that signal's pretty strong right now. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Well, okay, so, guys, we'll elaborate in the studio. But yep. look, I can see the Las Vegas strip now. Vegas! Yay! We have arrived. We here, bitch. We here. All right. 
So we finally arrived at the Luxor, got mm-hmm. all checked in, got upgraded to a newly renovated tower. Yeah. Okay, so you go to the Luxor, ask them for an upgraded room because that place is pretty dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> so the top rooms in the pyramid, they're called the Clio rooms. Right. <laughs> and then the towers, they're part of the Luxor. Yes. They look like an office building, but right. they're there. They're all brand new. Oh, they're nice. Yeah, they're great. They look beautiful inside. It's like competes with the Aria. I know. No, it's they're very nice inside. I was impressed. Yeah. So we got in there, mm-hmm. set up our bar, made some strong ass Bloody Marys. <laughs> well, they're, we call them Bloody Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name. Yes. Because a sexy Canadian couple, mm. remember Sea Mountain Inn? I do remember. They taught us that drink because they were making them. Bloody Caesars. And we had enough of them <laughs> that those Bloody Caesars led to some sexy time. Oof. That girl was beautiful. Oh. She was my number one choice at Sea Mountain. I know. And I ended up with her. It fucking worked out perfectly. And they're Bloody Caesars, dude. <laughs> Strong. She was making them. She was I spiking them. I know. <laughs> she had a plan. You know what? We really didn't need them. No. Spiked or that strong. Because I was already drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but we had already spotted them earlier in the day. Well, they were checking us out. We yeah. were checking them out and then helped out. We're going to talk about them. We're going to do a different episode about our Sea Mountain fuck experience yeah. <laughs> with this Canadian couple. Oh, oh my God. Goodness, that taught us the bloody Caesars. Oh, they're so hot. Yeah. Right. So, but it's that's a story for a different episode. Absolutely. So here we are walking around the Luxor, yeah. semi drunk. The thing is, when my boo gets buzzed, he becomes really philosophical. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the people who smoke weed. Yes. They start figuring out how the pyramids were built, where humanity came from and shit. I know. So we ended up talking about some really random shit, and he actually wanted to edit everything out and delete it. Yeah, just get rid of it all. It was useless. (laughs) We were just goofing off. I know. But at the end, we thought, hey, this might be really fun for our three loyal listeners to hear us and listen in on how we interact with each other all the time, because we believe that laughing together and keeping things silly makes your relationship stronger. Yeah, so absolutely. You, yeah, you can hear how we do it in these clips. And since we still had time before the slot tournament started, we decided to go out to the pool area and look for sexy couples with black swinger rings. We are in the lobby of the Luxor Casino. We're surrounded by luxury. <laughs> do you know that they're trying to get rid of the Egyptian theme? We were talking yes, to some staffers. That's right. That said, if they could get rid of the pyramid, they, they would. would. <laughs> but they can't because the whole damn they, thing is shaped. <laughs> no, they can't tear it down. We'll upload a picture of the inside. I mean, it's great. Pyramid energy is a real thing, by the way. That's Stand right true. in the middle of it. Yeah, the, Absolutely. The well, the pyramid is how I know that we've arrived in Vegas. When we're on the freeway and I see the light beam coming off of the pyramid, I'm like, yeah. okay, we're here. It's a nice anchor for you. Yes, absolutely. So here we are looking at some sexies in the lobby. I oh, can tell you this. There are a lot today. Yeah, because there's two music festivals in town. Yeah, that's right. Life is beautiful. Yes. In downtown Vegas. And yep. what's the other one? The iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yeah. And we're going to how many of those festivals? Zero. <laughs> hey, let's walk a little bit okay. and see if we can see some sexies here. All right. You know what I noticed here? What's up? That a lot of the white girls like to wear little sandals. Oh, yeah, of course. Short shorts and sandals. Yeah, and I'm only saying that because your white girls tend to be like one of my favorites. Yes. Because well, you I, look at their feet all the time. Because I've said this before <laughs> that I lost my virginity with a white That's chick. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I have this anchor. Right. And it was a typical blonde, blue, green blue eye type yeah. thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Typical small shorts, long legs. <laughs> so I am fascinated by it because that, that was instant, my first experience. Yeah, you get an instant boner when you see that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I noticed? That's that awesome. When you look at the white girl's heels, yeah. the back part of the heel is a long part. It's a long it's part. Yeah, it's yeah. high. The heel is long yeah. and high. Yeah. And you look at like a Latina's foot. 
unless they're Latina from like my hometown, mm-hmm. they're very um, a lot of European influence. That's right. And uh, American influence too. Absolutely. Then they tend to have the Nordic American white features. Yeah. From the nose to the to everything. Sure. But if you look at more of the indigenous population, you look at just natives, just people, uh, regular Mexican people, the, their heels are more round, like a black guy's heel. <laughs> no, I'm sure, no, it's not a bad thing. It's just an observation. And I want you guys, it's a stupid thing. <laughs> like, why are we talking about this? All right, let's get off this topic. <laughs> let's get off this topic. Oh, are talking All about right. a lot of random shit. Yeah, let's go. Okay, here's the deal this morning. Yeah. We Where have we to going? hurry because yeah. we're going to the slot tournament. Yeah, push the button, baby. Yeah, we're going to go and push the button for 10 minutes and see if we win some free play, see what we win. Fuck yeah. Hey, you want to take a look at the pool area? Sure. We don't have to be at the slot tournament for a little bit, so we yeah, have we time have, to walk. walk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. see that couple? They'd fuck. Oh, they, yeah. They would fuck. They were, they were looking at us. I know. <laughs> same, thing, same thing when we were at the lobby. Yeah. But she's fucking She's great. beautiful. Oh, oh my fuck. god. See she has that long heel. Yeah, on the back. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. And it. I'm talking about the very back part of the leg. Yes. It's long. <laughs> it's tall, right? right? How do you describe that? What I would be the know. name? The calcaneus. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, because look, in front of me there's this black guy walking and it's like a ball. It's like a tennis ball. The heel is like a tennis ball. It's real round. Well, it's normal though, right? It's normal. Everyone has that, guys. There's no right or wrong. I'm just giving you an observation. Okay, we said what we're going to stop talking about. Right. <laughs> Until you see another girl with pretty feet walk by. But see, it's not... I'm not even saying that that's pretty. I'm just saying that it's, it's just, an observation. It is what it is. That's their fucking fault because they're wearing sandals all the time. I know. And they're wearing little Birkenstocks. Yep, they're exposing it. Yeah, so they're the ones showing it. it, dude. That's right. You know? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like right. a typical rapist. What he would say, well, she, it's her fault. It's her fault. <laughs> Because she dressed really? sexy. It's like, yeah. no, dude. Really? It's like, no, dude. That's not the way it works. Oh, my God. So please clarify what you're talking about because I know what you're talking about. But I don't want our listeners to think, like, you're a fucking creeper <laughs> weirdo or something. Here's what I mean. Like, you're talking about the heels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like, you, you don't at, have a foot fetish. No, I don't. No. I just notice shit. Yeah. But when you took a look at, like, the white girls. Yeah. The back of the heel is very flush. So it's like a straight line from their Like vertical. Yeah. Yes, straight down. Right. And here's what I mean. The heel is very lean. (laughs) (laughs) The heel doesn't have a lot of extra meat on it. Okay, so it's more bony. It's more bony. The heel doesn't have a lot of extra meat on it. Yeah. That's all I mean. Right. That's all I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just an observation. I don't want to... Well, there you go. I hope that's clear now. (laughs) I'm not saying that I want to suck on it or or that I want to... Do anything. Right. Chew on it, whatever. Yeah. Now look, a foot job, no, right? If I'm with a beautiful woman and I have her like missionary style. Sure. And she happens to put her feet on my chest or near my face. Yeah. And they're there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to hold them and hold her legs. Sure. And I'll notice, right? Definitely. I mean, does she do heavy gardening during the week? Right. Barefoot? Because I'll she... notice that on her heels. Correct. But that's all I, That's all it is. It's an right. observation. Yeah. Just like <laughs> someone would notice if you had a piece of parsley in your teeth. Yes. It's, you just notice things. Okay. I'm not saying that if you have a lot of meat on your heel, it's a bad thing. Right. Or a good thing. It doesn't matter. A body's a body. The human body is just a beautiful thing. It is beautiful, Especially females. Their bodies are beautiful, man. Yes. Different shapes, different sizes, different weights. None of that matters. Right. The female form is just amazing. That's right. But I noticed those things. And look... You wanted to make sure I, I didn't come across as some kind of <laughs> yeah. weirdo. Also, like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but 
I don't think people that were hearing this for the first time do you ever notice get it. Do you ever notice that? Do you ever notice the heel that looks like it's a tennis ball versus yes. the very flesh, yes. no extra meat? Well, no. I notice more when someone has a very dry heel that's cracked. Well, like, that's what I mean by uh, yeah. heavy gardening. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, one of our favorite comedians, he mentioned that some people have heels that look like a dry prehistoric riverbed. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr said that. <laughs> He's funny. He's great. Bill Burr. He has a lot I of specials him. on Netflix. I love him. But oh, man. it's just about moisturizing, man. You gotta and, do it. And, but there's nothing Come wrong on. with that. A dry foot. So after the pool, we left the Luxor to visit some apartment properties that we have under construction. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a full-on construction from the ground up. It's just a heavy rehab yeah. to make the apartment homes a little bit more beautiful for our future residents. And so we're working for a few hours at the job site, doing inspections, uh, coordinating with new vendors, stuff like that. But after work, we had our entire afternoon to chill. That's right. And we had four dates set up for drinks. Yeah, to check to, chemistry. Yeah, just to see if we hit it off or mm-hmm. what. On our first date... We ended up meeting a couple for drinks about four o'clock. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, we made friends and it was awesome they in were terms nice of people. relating. Yeah, it was great. But then they revealed to us that they just wanted to have same room sex. Yeah. No swap. Fuck your own husband or wife. Right. They just wanted to be in proximity to yeah. another sexy couple and do their own thing. They wanted to watch and be watched. Exactly. Yeah. We took the conversation in a different direction. Yes. And we basically said goodbye and parted ways. Absolutely. And it was great. I don't know. They maybe had three other dates set up for themselves, which yeah. was awesome. We also had three <laughs> other dates set up. So nothing was lost, but we made great friends. We and we basically told them, hey, when you guys are ready to fuck, let us know. Oh, sure. And they understood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They were very happy. It was a great interaction. So we were looking forward to our next date. So we were yeah. like, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, over the course of the next few hours, three couples flaked out on us yeah. for one reason or another. We had dates set up all evening. Oh, yeah. 7 o'clock, 9 p.m. We had dates set up. Sure. I mean, we were booked. Yeah. It was just stupid. We'll tell you guys in a little bit, like, what happened. Yeah. It was a downer. Yeah. You know? So, it's 6 p.m. on a Friday night in Las Vegas. Right. And we have no dates. I know. After all the work we put in. A lot of communication. Oh, and we'll go over the stats about all the emails and messages that we sent back and forth. But you know what, guys? Don't feel bad for us because we had a great evening after all. No sexy time. Sure. But you know what? We did stuff that we wouldn't have done with a swinger couple. Right. And we wanted to have a nice fancy dinner. So we ended up calling Le Cirque at the Bellagio. Yeah. Great restaurant. It's my lady's favorite place. (laughs) One of her favorite places. Yes. And they were sold out. So then we called our concierge at American Express and they ended up getting us a table within the hour. Quick, man. (laughs) It was great. They don't joke around. I know. I think they have a couple tables just reserved for them. Right. Or they have major influence. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But we got a reservation right away. Yeah, that was great news. Do they even send a car to pick us up? I know. Yeah. Yeah, we got all dressed up. We went over there. We had an awesome dinner that lasted almost three hours. Yeah. I mean, with nice wine. I mean, shit. Four courses and shit. Yes. Yeah. And we'd like to start with champagne. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. So we had a nice uh, champagne and then a nice French red and the four courses. A beautiful romantic experience. That's the way dinners should be. Yeah. And we took our time. And then we ended up having cigars at the Baccarat Bar. Yeah. The Baccarat Bar is one of the center bars in the middle of the casino floor in the Bellagio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if we knew that we were going to have a sexy date meet us, we wouldn't have smoked cigars. Right. We really enjoy cigars, but we don't like to smell like cigars right. when we're meeting a sexy couple. So while we're sitting at the Baccarat Bar smoking cigars, we started talking about the best way to combat flakes in the lifestyle because it happened to us and yeah. it was fresh on our minds. It was a serious discussion. Yeah. 
I mean, it was fresh in our mind and we were thinking, dude, is something wrong with us? Right. Do I need to work out more? My picture is <laughs> not relevant. I mean, all our pictures are super recent. Oh, yeah. But you start second guessing yourself. Definitely. And remember, we had this conversation about how we don't want our listeners to get down on themselves. Right. Because we have unstoppable confidence in our lives mm-hmm. with years of blah, 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 doing this and doing that. It's yeah. really tough to get us down. Yes. But for an instant, we felt a little shitty. Right. And I can just imagine a newbie couple mm-hmm. getting down in the dumps for several days oh. or even arguing with themselves. Right. Well, you're the one handling all the chats. Yeah. You should have added me. Why didn't you add me? You shouldn't well, have said this. Right. Why did you say that? Yeah. And, you know, why didn't these dates work out? Right. There we are smoking cigars mm-hmm. and drinking an old fashioned. Yeah. People watching. That's oh. the ultimate people watching spot right in the front. It's perfect. Everyone's for that. walking by you. Mm hmm. Yes. All those girls that never wear high heels that are walking in <laughs> Vegas in their high heels. And it's the end of the night. <laughs> and, and it's and they're wobbly. And they're tipsy. It's great to yeah. watch. <laughs> so, man, we got flaked on and it simply gave us a great reason to order some Boulanger champagne with an amazing dinner and yeah, have yeah. a nice bottle of Chateau Lafitte Rothschild. Yeah. How do you say that? How do you actually say that? Because I say it one way, but you say it a different way. Okay, this is the way I say it. Chateau Lafitte Hostile. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, Chateau Lafitte, bitches. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so we took our mind off things for yeah. the evening. But you know what? It still sucked because you don't. Yeah. You never like being flaked on. Flakes in vanilla life, they're no fun. I know. In the lifestyle, when you get flaked on, it's the worst. Oh, they fucking suck because people take their dates really seriously. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of time and effort to coordinate with someone. I mean, some people, they may leave work to get all pampered up. Right. You know, get your hair done, your nails done. Uh, girls may want to go and, you know, have their pussies waxed. Sure. Or at least leave a little extra time to shave because you got a lot of folds down there. Down in the pussy part. <laughs> you got to be careful. I know. You don't want to rush that no. when you're shaving your hundred parts down there, all the little crevices. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? And dude, that takes time, man. You got to be know. careful with that. You don't want to get a nick or a little bloody, uh-uh. a little mini scar. No, 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 no. Not before a play date. Uh-uh. No. And if they're listeners of this podcast, both the men and the women are performing a thorough soapy triple rinse on their private parts. Yeah, because we taught them that <laughs> exactly. early on. Yeah. You got to do it. At least a double rinse. You got to have good hygiene, man. We met a couple one time and the girl was a little nervous. She said, I only did a double rinse. <laughs> I, I only did a double soapy rinse. I hope that's okay. Oh, like, she was so clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think she needed not even one rinse. I know. <laughs> you would have taken her as is. Hell Yeah. <laughs> That was cute, though. She was a little nervous. I only did a double rinse. Yeah, it was really sweet. So you invest a lot of time and effort to set up a date and then you get flaked on. I mean, that's absolutely terrible. Yeah, absolutely. And aside from the obvious hit to the ego and the consciousness, because when you're dealing with people who are assholes, basically, if they flake on you, it does bring down your consciousness a little bit, at least temporarily. Right. But there's other stuff going on, too. Yeah. It costs you money. Mm -hmm. What if you already rented a hotel room? Yeah, maybe you plan ahead. And someone flakes out. Mm -hmm. You hear that a lot about single men, but couples do it as well. Sucks. Maybe you paid for a babysitter. Right. Maybe you drove 40 miles to meet them. A long way. You know, in the middle or whatever. Sure. You drove to their town. Yeah. And if they don't show up or you get ghosted, dude, Ugh. some people don't even return texts or calls. That's, that is a shit move. Yeah, that's, that's a dick move. Yeah, it sucks, man. But anyway, what about the value of your time? Oh, man. A lot of people don't think about that. They think about the fixed costs. Sure. Oh, dinner, whatever. Right. My For- gas to get there. Right. Forget about the money. How precious is your time? What could you have been doing with all that time you spent arranging a date? 
planning ahead, getting ready, going out and getting flaked on. I mean, what beautiful moments could you have been experiencing with your family right. or your children? Catch up on work, maybe. Oh, sure. Right? Or work out. Yeah, do something, right? Work on your health. I mean, shit, spend quality time with your spouse. Or if you spent a lot of money arranging a hotel room for one couple, you could have had a nice overnight weekend experience with your family somewhere, like a mini right. vacation. Or a date night with your spouse. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Do the whole flower, rose petals and shit. <laughs> yeah. The champagne, chocolate covered straw, you know, the whole shit that yes. guys do. <laughs> right. And then that, man. We really see flaking on somebody as the ultimate form of disrespect. I mean, somebody out there is not respectful of the time that you put into communicating with them, of the money you spent on yourself and on getting the date together. So here are the Vegas trip stats. At the peak, we had between two websites, Cassidy and SDC, up to 17 kick chats and four regular texts going with potential couples. Some people were working, some people were out of town or they had the kids or had a cold. I mean, there were a lot of reasons that they wanted to talk but couldn't meet up on this particular trip. So after all that time invested, we ended up having four meetings scheduled on Friday. We met with one couple. The couple we told you about. Yeah, and that ended up in no play. It was just a nice conversation. Right. Yeah. It was a shit evening for <laughs> swinger stuff. Exactly. But it was a great evening for a nice romantic night with my boo. Sure. Which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And then on the next day, Saturday in Vegas, it was actually pretty similar. We went to our slot tournament in the morning and our slot tournament time was 11 a.m. And then we went to the roped off VIP area of the slot tournament with our lanyards looking all official and shit. Yeah, that gets you in. Dude. Yeah. That gets you the free drinks <laughs> yeah. and the free food. So we hung out there for a little bit. Bailey's and coffee, man. Oh, delicious. With the whipped cream on it. Yeah, like fancy coffee. Kept ordering those. I know. We had a bunch of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> Heavy on the Baileys, please. Yes. And we had fun doing that. Anyway, on this day, we had five drink meetings scheduled. They were spread out from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. And guess how many of them worked out? Let me see. <laughs> they fucking flaked. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. They didn't necessarily flake. Mm -hmm. The dates didn't work out for one reason or another. Right. So let's tell them one by one what happened to those people. And we'll do it very briefly. Oh, sure. Those five dates that we had. Yeah. Why they didn't work out. Yeah. Here's what happened. Well, one couple, they just plain ghosted and they didn't even try to reach out. And you know what? Neither did we. No, fuck it. Yeah. The chat just went silent. Yeah, that's fine. That yeah. happens a lot. Sure. When you're not a good conversationalist, it's not our job to unfuck 20 years of your evolution <laughs> exactly. to try to turn you into a great conversationalist by us providing entertaining discourse and dialogue. Right. If you can't bring game. Yes. And you want to try to fuck my wife. Yeah. And you can't bother to be engaging. Man. I'm not going to lead you through it and teach you good conversational skills. Right. That's up to you, man. No, you got to catch my attention. And that's why we're developing our course, by the way, guys. Sure. Our ultimate lifestyle course. Yes. We're going to teach you all that stuff so you can be super effective. And it comes down to ultimate communication. And huge, yeah. internal communication before you speak. Yes. So that everything you say comes out in the correct frame and you don't come across as a creeper or overly aggressive because there's a fine line between someone who's confident mm -hmm. and pushy. Someone that's, that's right. persuasive and has tactics by someone who doesn't have the same level of thinking, they may perceive that person to be a little bit pushy. That's true. But there's ways of doing it. Yes. Where you come across as smooth and casual and calm and, and collected and fun. Yeah. And it just flows beautifully. Yeah. We'll teach you guys that when you come to our course. Yeah. Online course paired with a live event in Vegas where flights are cheap. Mm-hmm. 
We'll talk about that later. That's I'm just, great. dude, I'm just in promo mode. I know. <laughs> no, because I, I'm excited. I think that if Absolutely. you have something of value, if you have something that can help others, mm-hmm. it is my duty to tell them about it. Yeah, it's your obligation to share it with people. If I know that it can make them a better person mm-hmm. in every aspect of their life, if I know that it can help you become the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. then you're right. It is my duty. It is my obligation to yes. tell them about it. Yes. Now, if they buy it, that's their choice. Sure. You know, if they want to go through and, and improve and whatever, it's oh, up yeah. to them. But at least I told them about it. Right. Which is why I get in promo mode. Sorry. No. Okay. It's okay. You, you were talking about the <laughs> flakes. So one of them was a shitty communicator and we weren't going to be engaging for them. So we let it die off. Exactly. Okay. Potential date number two. That couple just wanted us to meet them at the adult pool at the Caesars. No. No fucking way. No, they charged to get in. Yeah. So they're asking us to pay the cover, 50 to $100, whatever it is. Exactly. And then Caesars rents you loungers, mm-hmm. $75 starting, yes. up to $1,000 plus for the cabanas. Right. Then they're serving you $30 drinks. Exactly. All to see if we have chemistry. Yeah. No. No, just I to, wasn't going to do that. You want to be able to see boobies, but not be able to do anything. Well, you can't do anything. You can't do anything at those right. pools. There's hall monitors. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously. Like yeah. they, they call it public displays of affection. Sure. You can't expose a tit. You can't do that stuff. If it's a topless pool, okay, but you can't touch them. Right. You can't dry hump. You can't do anything. <laughs> seriously. You can't make out. It's just a tease. So why would I go there? Exactly. It's know. not a good place for success because they've paid a fee. They've paid for their day bed. Yeah. So if you paid five hundred to two thousand dollars for your beds, are you going right. to stay there for one hour, or are you going to try no. to stay for the whole damn time? Right. Yeah. So what are we going to do there? Wait till they get tired? Fuck yeah. that. Now I think for some people it's like a safe zone where they right. can go out and be in a sexy environment. Right. But they know that play can't happen. So that's where they are in their evolution as yes. a swinger. Yeah. And we didn't want to go there. Exactly. That's all. Right. So the next couple wanted to watch a sporting event. And they wanted us to join them for that at some sports bar. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, how can you really have a conversation with someone? How can you compete with an enthusiastic fan of their team? Right. How are you going to compete for their attention? Maybe they bet on the game and they're just heavily invested in what's going on on that game. The stats and the exact scores and all that. They're not going to be interested in talking to you and taking their attention away from the TV screen. You could be a beautiful chick. Yeah. (laughs) And okay, ladies, you know. Yeah. You've seen your men. The men that love sporting events, Mm -hmm. you see how they get. I've seen it. When they're watching sports and they're yelling at the TV, they're yelling at the referees, they're rooting for their star player and their heroes to run faster and to catch the ball and to whatever it is. Exactly. And so it's not a real good recipe for success, especially on a potential play date. Right. To go to a sports bar. Right. It's like me inviting a potential sexy date Mm -hmm. to a real estate negotiation. Yeah. Hey, sit there while I negotiate a contract on this building I want to buy. Yeah. Don't do anything. Don't say anything. No, I don't want you to say shit. You're going to distract me from what I'm fucking doing. Right. It's the equivalent. Yeah. You don't do it. Right. Doesn't make sense. Okay. So that was one couple. Yes. And we skipped that shit. We told them no. We did. What about the other couple? The other couple was going to SMI. That's the Sea Mountain One Love Temple. It's a nude resort. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. They have the location in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And then they recently opened the Las Vegas location. Yeah. Well, they were going with a bunch of swinger couples that were friends and they want to hang out. And, you know, what are the chances that you're really going to infiltrate their group and pull them off to the side? You know, they're good friends. And here we come. An Mm -hmm. outsider couple. How much is it to get into SMI? It's like 200 bucks. Yeah, it's like 150 to 200 bucks, depending on the day. Sometimes more if you get a sleeping room. Sure. For the day pass. Right. So we pay, I don't know, $200 to get in. Yes. Then we have to compete for that sexy couple's time as they're surrounded by 
their, I don't know, six to eight sexy friends. Right. Come on. I don't, the whole group thing. It's not yeah. for me. So yeah. That's what I told you. When you said to me, this is what they're proposing, mm-hmm. I immediately told you, you know what? I think we could do something else. Oh, yeah. We don't need to go there. Yeah. First of all, I'm not going to compete for someone's attention. Sure. Okay. We're at the level where we believe that if you're an adult and you want to have a sexy date with us, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to bring your friends. That's like a college move. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? It's like, be my wingman. Hey, do you guys want to meet us at the club? We're all going to come through, bro. Right. <laughs> How many are going? We're rolling 10 deep. Oh, yeah. The whole crew is going to be through. there. Right. Like, dude, you're adults, man. Yeah. These people were like 40 to 50, right? I know. Why do they need to? Yeah. You know, look, And I understand it. You're traveling with friends. You're meeting up in town. Yeah. Let's involve another sexy couple. Maybe they were heavily into group play. Right. I don't know. So what did we say to them? No, gracias. No, thank you. I know the guachamo. <laughs> and the final couple, they kept changing the meeting time on us. Oh, uh, they were meeting other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was very clear. It was obvious to us. First, we were supposed to meet at 2 p.m. Right. And then they wanted to reschedule it until after 10 p.m. It was a bullshit story. They said that their flight had just come in. Yeah. And that it was delayed and that they needed a nap. Right. Yeah. And then they needed to hit the pool for a little bit. Right. And then they needed to get dinner. And our original appointment was moved to sometime after 10 p.m. Sometime after. They didn't even say when. Right. So that told me immediately, they're trying to meet a lot of people. And we were talking about this. We're smoking cigars. I know. It was very clear we were being passed up Mm -hmm. for somebody else. Yes. And we'll talk later about how that's not necessarily a rejection. And if someone starts changing shit around on you guys, Mm -hmm. dismiss them. Definitely. They're not even worth your time. Nope. And that's what we did. So these couples, it wasn't that they flaked necessarily. Mm -hmm. It was that we said no to the bullshit plan they had. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We have to think about what we want for us. And the way they were communicating and interacting was not the best thing for us. So we did what we do best after all. We made dinner reservations. Oh, yeah. But at a cheaper restaurant this time. Oh, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This time, the place that we picked, it wasn't going to cost my husband 2500 bucks for the evening. (laughs) Went to Mona Mika B. That's that sidewalk cafe. I love that place. Yeah. We go there almost every time. We're in Vegas. So Mona Gabi is a sidewalk cafe at the Paris Casino. And their sidewalk cafe portion, it's just directly across from the fountains of Bellagio. Yeah, it's cool. So if you're sitting outside, you can hear the music. See the show. Watch yeah, the show. yeah, it's great. Uh, we ended up getting a table that was half in and half out, right? Yeah, like a hemorrhoid. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, look, the <laughs> tables on the patio. Uh-huh. They're very casual. They're bistro style, tiny, Mm -hmm. metal, hard chairs, uncomfortable. But if you sit inside, they have white linen, wine glasses on the table. So it feels more proper. Yeah, it's really nice. There are some seats right in the middle, right at the border. Yeah. There's still fine dining. And you're basically on the patio. Yeah, you're overlooking the Las Vegas Strip. Anyway, so we had a badass dinner there and we took our time. Yeah, ribeye steak. Ooh, so good. Awesome. Yeah, we really recommend that place. It was romantic and beautiful, but we still worked on this episode while we were at dinner. We came up with a list of ways that can help you spot a faker or flaker in the lifestyle. Yeah. (laughs) So these things had been done to us that weekend and we wanted to share them with you to help you identify the time wasters in the lifestyle. And we call it the eight red flags to identify a potential fake. Here is how you know that somebody is pulling the oldest trick in the book on you called the next best offer. So we have eight red flags, but we're going to list them really quick and then we'll go into each one in a little bit more detail. Number one is the stupid response. Two, family drama. Three, Cirque du Soleil cop-out. Four, 
elusive and private response, five, slowpoke joke, six, pervy shy types, seven, procrastinators that are still fucking, (laughs) I like that one, and eight is pick of the litter. We're going to explain all of these eight red flags, and with help from my sexy husband, he is going to start us off on number one. So number one, stupid response. Yeah. You put together, like my wife was saying, a really nice message to them. Personalized. Maybe four or five sentences. Or more. Concise, Mm -hmm. to the point. If you guys want to meet up, you leave it open-ended with a nice question. Yes. Let us know. And you get a stupid response like, sounds good. Right. Or, let's keep in touch. Right. Or, let's touch base later, closer to the date. Exactly. Yeah. Like, dude, when you get a stupid ass response that number one, doesn't address your questions. Mm -hmm. And number two, doesn't really indicate that there's any interest at all. Right. It's a clear indicator that they don't care or they're not interested in meeting you, but they're not actually coming out and saying, it's not a match. Happy hunting. Exactly. Meaning they're not rejecting you. They're keeping you in the loop for a potential meetup. Right. But they're not saying, you know, hey, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Or the worst part, they're too lazy and they're shitty communicators and they think that that, okay, sounds good. They think that that's enough. Right. To keep you on the hook. Right. Yeah. That sucks. Sweetie, do you want to meet up with someone who isn't motivated, who can't even put together a nice reply? No. 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 I want to meet with someone who clearly expresses interest in meeting us. You're setting up these dates to potentially fuck. Yeah. That's the goal. And they come back with, oh, okay. uh, Talk soon. Yeah. That's like like saying, eh. I don't know. We'll see. They should be excited. And if they're not, then you know that they have a strong potential right. to flake out on you. Yeah, so, skip them. yeah, you're better cutting off that conversation right there. Ignore them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even continue making plans. If someone gives you a stupid ass response. Right. I would discount them right there on the spot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Number two is family drama. The people you're trying to meet respond telling you that they have family in town and that family tends to disrupt their plans with a bunch of vanilla activities. That's usually bullshit. Oh, yeah. Total bullshit. Or they might say that they're in town with vanilla friends and they're not sure when they can get away to meet you. Right. Yeah. And uh, Bullshit again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, dude, it's, they're setting you up for the ultimate cop out. Oh, That's I right. wanted to meet you, but dude, remember my family? Oh, they invited us to the art show. Fuck all that. Yes. Yes. So they might make a tentative plan to meet with you for the evening and keep postponing the time. Yeah, blame it on their family. Sure, but that's because they're trying to meet with other people. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Squeeze in a few more dates or whatever. Right, and they don't know when they can squeeze you in, so right. they're just leading you on, and that's fucked up. It's a bullshit excuse because, listen, when we're in a new city, our family or our business associates, they never dictate our schedule. No, they shouldn't yours either. Exactly. If that's you- why we know it's bullshit, usually, when yeah. they say, oh, I, my friend's coming in, I might have to pick him up at the airport, I just don't know what time, fuck right. off. Yeah. Don't you know these flights are on a schedule? Any app will tell you what time it's supposed to land. I know. <laughs> or if it's delayed. <laughs> right. Or they could take a cab. Yeah. You know? Let them take a fucking Uber. Where yeah. you, why are you, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> that's why we know it's a story. Yes. They're and making a decision. It's happened to us before mm-hmm. where a couple says, oh, we just found out that we have to pick up our son from the airport. Yes. And then they say the son is like 21. I'm thinking, can he not get an Uber or a taxi? Does he not have a cell phone? Yeah. You know? <laughs> he doesn't know how to operate <laughs> a in smartphone. a civilized society. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is your son just like completely incompetent? Sure. That's when we know. It's a bullshit story. Yeah, we see right through that shit. (laughs) So when we encounter that, we dismiss them and we we just leave to do our own thing. I mean, especially in Vegas, if we're with family, this is what we do. We give our parents an envelope full of cash. Yeah, give them a bunch of money. They're fucking happy. Yeah, they'll leave you alone. (laughs) I know. They don't dictate our schedule, man. Exactly. That'll keep them busy for hours. Happy as fuck. (laughs) And so are we because they're not running our schedule 
or how the British would say it. Schedule. <laughs> exactly. We don't fancy them collaborating changes with our schedule. Ooh. Pass me my tea, please. <laughs> Pass me my tea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You you still are U.S. colonies. <laughs> right. Right. I know. All of you in the United States. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, but number two, look, if someone gives you a bullshit story mm-hmm. about family or yeah. other vanilla friends that have happen to be in town at the same time they just found out right get yourself ready you're going to be fed a bullshit story exactly that they can uh, use to bail out on you right yeah it's not fun number three is the Cirque du Soleil cop-out this is when a couple tells you that they have show tickets right. and they ask you if you're okay with a last minute plan. The show tickets, again, are usually bullshit. Exactly. Maybe they do have tickets and not just to Cirque du Soleil. Any show. It could be to a concert or we just got show tickets mm-hmm. and we don't know if we're going to go or we're still deciding. Right. Like, dude, if you have extra tickets, let me know and we'll go with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe we we'll want to see the show too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, but if they have a show that starts at seven. Sure. It's a 90 minute show generally. Yeah. They time the shows based on people's pee-pee patterns. Right. People need to urinate yes. approximately every hour and a half to two hours. Mm-hmm. So the shows, that's why they're 90 minutes. Yeah, you know when a show's going to get yeah, out. Yeah, so they know they can meet you at 10 p.m. for sure. a 7 o'clock show, right. including the drive over and everything. Oh, yeah. So the reason why they don't firm up a plan is because they're using the show and they won't tell you that it's the 7 or the 9 or the 10. Right. Because, again, they might use that plan to bail on your ass. Yes. So when we hear the show thing... Oh, we got concert tickets, but we don't know if we're going to go. Yeah. Oh, we have show tickets, but we don't know. We're still going to decide whether we're going to go. So can we call you like at maybe later? Yeah. No, no. Well, I'm thinking if you have show tickets you're not going to use, let us use them. <laughs> Dude, you want to flake on us? Give me your show tickets. Yeah. <laughs> go out and go meet some other skanky ass couple. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. If I bought show tickets, <laughs> I'm going to the show. Exactly. <laughs> so that's when you know it's usually a ploy. Exactly. It's usually yeah. an excuse. Yeah, that sucks. So if they're interested, mm-hmm. they will firm up a plan. Definitely. If they're not interested, they'll be vague. Yes. That's how you know. And the next one. Number four, the elusive and private response. And I really hate this one. This is when they don't reply with a way to contact them. Yeah. That's dead giveaway. Fucking great, right? No, dead giveaway. Again, you put together an awesome message. Yes. And you send it off to them. Mm-hmm. You guys are cool. You got yeah. this. It was awesome. Hey, follow up email, right? Yeah. They tell you, get a hold of us closer to the date. Exactly. So you blast out an email to them. Guys, we're in town. We just landed. Here's what we have going on today. What kind of availability do you guys have today? Right. We're available after 7 p.m. anytime. Yeah. And they yeah. come back to you and say, well, let's hit each other up later. Yes. Or you say to them, here's my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And here's our kick. Right. Kick us or text us so we can firm up a plan. Exactly. If you're serious about meeting someone, having their kick, having their phone number to text is a dream come true. Oh, yeah. The best way to make quick plans. That's right. Instant communication. Instant messenger. That's right. When they don't reply with their kick or with their phone number, Mm -hmm. you know they don't want to meet you. Yes. You know they're not that serious. You have to count on the fact that they're constantly checking into their Cassidy Bullshit. account not, yeah. no, no, or no. whatever it is, scrolling no. through all the emails. No, they're not going to do that. No. If they did not give you their phone number or their kick address, they don't want to be easy to reach. Right. I mean, if you They are, don't really want to meet you. Exactly. Someone who wants to meet you will make it easy yes. to have an instant chat. That's right. It's like someone saying to you, like going backwards and making it more difficult sure. because they don't want to meet you. Hey, I know we were communicating via Cassidy. Let's switch to Gmail. It's like, dude, Yeah. why are you going backwards, man? Why yeah. are you regressing? You know why? 
because they don't want to meet you, which is Absolutely. why they didn't send you the phone number. Right. Yes. So that's a dead giveaway, guys. Yeah. One of the things to be aware of with this red flag is that they could potentially say, oh, shit, we just saw this email right now. It was buried on the second page. Sorry, guys. We just saw your email message and it's kind of late. Let's catch right. up later. My service bullshit. was bad in the casino. Yeah. And man, just saw this. Didn't realize you messaged last night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's usually bullshit. an excuse. If someone's being elusive and private. Mm-hmm. then you know it's bullshit. Same thing if you send them an email saying, hey, where are you guys staying on this trip? Yeah. Or oh, we're staying on the strip. Right. <laughs> Again, <laughs> they don't want you to know shit. They don't really like you. Yeah. They don't want you around. Right. They don't want you to visit the property and walk and look for them. Yeah. They're not trying to put effort into meeting you in person. No. They've no. already said, fuck it. I'm not really interested. They just don't know how to reject people. Exactly. Number five. And the fifth way that you know that someone doesn't really want to meet you mm-hmm. or they have the potential to flake is called the slow poke joke. Yes. <laughs> Here's what this means. They're slower to respond to your messages. Yeah, slower than normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the swing world, time is very distorted. Yeah. One minute feels like an hour. I know. Especially if you're trying to make plans because you shoot out an email saying, yes, let's do it. We're available after 7 p.m. anytime. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes go by and you don't hear anything. Right. And then you're like, dude, I need to know because if they don't write back to me, then I can't say yes or no to this other couple exactly. that's blowing up my kick. I know. Sending us pussy pics, yeah. sending us pictures of where they are, what they're doing, exactly. having a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know because this couple sounds fun, but you sound hot. Make it easy, dude. Yeah. But they're slow to respond. So when they're a slow poke joke, you send a text to them, you know, sometimes on kick and you can see when they're typing a response. Oh yeah. And you're like, I love this. Yeah. I know that they're putting together a thought and then it stops and you're like, what the fuck? And what then they start, they it says typing again and you're yeah. like, yes, they're going to respond. When you're watching that, if you don't see that, that they're responding, it feels right. like an eternity. Absolutely. It sucks. Oh yeah. But the reason these people are slow to respond is because usually they're waiting to hear back from the other five different sexy couples that they reached out to. Right. Meaning they can't make a full plan for the evening until they know whether their number one pick. Yeah. Their the first premier choice. couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether they're available or not. Exactly. So you're in limbo. You're waiting around. Yeah. You could be doing all kinds of cool things that evening. Or making plans with other people. You know what happens many times? Their plans fall apart. Sure. Because they're trying to juggle too many people. Yes. Too many conversations. Right. People start making alternate plans. Mm-hmm. And this couple generally ends up doing shit. Nothing. You send out a message, they take an hour to respond. As soon as you receive their message, you respond within 30 seconds. Yes. With a nice plan. Yes. And they take another 45 minutes to respond. Guys, you know that they're just trying to buy time. Oh, yeah. So be aware of this one. This one is super common. And it's really frustrating. So you guys decide how long you want to let that go on. I mean, you should cut it off early on. Cut it off immediately. Definitely. Number six is the pervy shy types. Now, these are people that you're making a plan with. They will perv your profile a lot, but never reach out. And I'm not talking about looking at your profile just once or twice. I'm talking about over and over again. Yeah, like they're trying to convince themselves to go out with you. Yeah. So maybe the husband is looking separately and the wife is looking separately. Right. But they're not talking to each other or they are. They're They're trying to convince each other (laughs) that you're a good date. Exactly. Or they're looking at your stats over and over again. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're a full swell. 
up couple, honey. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to want to fuck right away. Right. I don't know if I want to do that. I just, uh, uh, uh. and yeah. so they're in this position where you have to wonder, are you just a pervy shy type? Are you some kind of fake profile? Are you Maybe. the Armenian guy on top of a body shop? That's a single male pretending to be a female trying to come up with a good plan right. to communicate with you, to catfish you. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Right. What's so, the problem? Yeah. What's the issue? How come you're not writing back? Exactly. Be prepared for these people to be super flaky. Yeah. Because they're obviously not treating you with respect by responding to your query, responding to your email. Right. Every time we send a message to somebody, mm-hmm. we make it easy for people to contact us. Yeah. And if all they're doing is thinking about it but not pulling the trigger, then you know, guys, this is a couple you need to discount right away. Yeah. You might be turned on by their pictures. They might would, be hot as fuck. They yeah. might look great. Sure. But remember, it's just a picture. Don't take anyone too seriously. And this is one of our steps we're going to talk about later. Yes. About how to combat and fight back. Right. Don't take people too seriously until you're there in person mm-hmm. and clothes are starting to come off. Right. Before then, don't get too excited. Yeah, Ever. Definitely. It's a huge technique. Yeah. Don't get too excited about any one couple. Absolutely. Especially these pervy shy types. Yeah. So if these people, they're too shy or they can't make a decision and send you a simple email in response, what's the interaction going to be like if you end up do meeting them in person? Right. It's probably going to be pretty shitty. Horrible. Yeah. So don't waste your time on these people. Number seven, the procrastinators that are still fucking. <laughs> this yeah. one is funny. Well, it's this one's common. It actually it it's happens common a in lot. Vegas. Definitely, yeah. So you make a plan with a couple, and what happens is they keep postponing the meeting time. Right. They scheduled a date with another couple, and things are going well with that couple. So they don't want to end the fun that they're already having to hang out with your ass. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it sucks because it usually means they're on a date with somebody else. Yeah. And that's why we call them the procrastinators that are still fucking. Right. <laughs> because you had a date to meet at 8 p.m. Yes. And all of a sudden you get a text or a kick that says, hey, guys, running a little behind. Restaurant mm-hmm. was really full. Yeah. Instead of meeting at such and such time, can we meet two hours later? Yes. Because they're with a couple or they're on a date or they're trying to sweet talk a couple. Yeah. They may not be fucking, but they may be in a situation where Things are about to go well for them, mm-hmm. but they don't want to miss out on you either. Right. So they're trying to postpone it and trying to get you to be the sloppy second couple Yeah. a little bit later in the evening for a midnight booty call or what have you. Exactly. They scheduled you too soon, too close to the earlier date they were on. Right. And you know what? They could very well tell the other couple, hey, you know what, guys, we have other plans. We got to get going. They also probably underestimated the time it would take to get that other couple that they're on a date with yeah. from conversation, meet and greet to the bed. Exactly. They may have thought that couple was a couple that uh, we call naked and ready, yeah. which is you can talk for 10, 15 minutes and walk happily to the room together <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and start doing a club sandwich Yes, <laughs> and start doing stuff. I love that. Whereas some couples need to be cultivated over the course of an hour or two, mm-hmm. drinks and conversation. And as they yeah. get more buzzed, they get more open to joining you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that runs into your allotted time. Yes. So- you know, guys, if they're trying to mix up the time, yeah. usually a bullshit story. It's time to move on exactly. from the procrastinators that are still fucking. Yeah. All right. Number eight, pick of the litter. Yes. This is a couple or an individual. Mm-hmm. Right. All of these can be couples or individuals. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to arrange an outing to get together with two or three couples to meet them someplace. Right. They want to do a group thing. Yeah. This is how you know it. Yeah. This is a dead giveaway. Oh, shit. Yes. (laughs) They're wanting to increase their odds that not just someone will show up, but a few people will show up. Right. And they're doing this so that they can have their pick and their choice Mm -hmm. of a few sexy couples. Right. Then choose who they want to continue the evening with. Yeah. So they're trying to tell you like, 
hey, a few of us are going to get together at the Baccarat Bar at the Bellagio. Right. Why don't you show up? Yeah. Look for the crowd wearing this or look for us in the corner or kick us when you're arriving and I'll look for you. Exactly. They're basically telling you, you guys are okay. But not okay for a two-on-two date. Yeah. But we're still deciding. So join our group. Join our group. It'll be fun. And then you'll meet some new people, make some new friends. But you know what? Either way, the focus is not on you. Exactly. So you are not the primary goal. Right. They're not trying to meet you. They're trying to meet several people right. so that they in, increase their odds of having sexy time later. Right. In a casual group meetup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Bullshit. they send out an invitation to many people. Right. And in their mind, it's just the invitation is open to whoever wants to show up. If somebody flakes, they don't care. Exactly. Because if they invited seven couples and three show up, it's still right. great. It's still a successful meet and greet. Right. And yeah. then it also allows them to be able to make a quick escape if they don't like anybody. Absolutely. Hey, it was good meeting everybody. We got show tickets. You know what? Bullshit. Usually. (laughs) We got show tickets. So we're going to go ahead and get moving. Right. (laughs) Really nice meeting all of you. And they exit out. Yeah. Or they find a couple they like. Yes. And they stick to that couple. Mm -hmm. Very close to them. Oh, yeah. And then come up with a plan to exit out. Sometimes it goes something like this. Mm -hmm. They coordinate with the other couple. You guys want to get out of here? You're cool. You're down. We're down if you're down. Cool. Our room's upstairs. Okay, great. I don't want to be weird with this group. Let's meet. In five minutes at that gift shop right there, or let's meet in five minutes in front of the buffet right there. Yeah. You leave, we'll leave right after you. Yes. But just wait for us there. And then so one couple will say, all right, we got to get going. And then this other couple in a few minutes will say, all right, guys, well, it's getting late for us. We're getting a little hungry or we have show tickets. We have dinner reservations. (laughs) Yeah. And then they'll go extract themselves and go meet with that couple, their choice couple. Yes. And now, you know, you got rejected. Right. But listen, if it's a group meet Mm -hmm. and this has been pulled on us many times in Vegas, especially. Oh, yeah. It happens everywhere. Last time a couple said to us, come, we're going to be here in downtown Vegas at the whatever. I think a golden nugget or something like that. We're going to be at the so-and-so bar. There's going to be like six couples here. Come on over. We said to them, sounds great. If we choose to make it, we'll be there around. 9 p.m. Okay, we'll hope to see you here. Sure. Fuck that. No. We didn't go there. No way. Right. Why would I want to leave the strip, a beautiful oh. resort, whether we're at the Bellagio or at the Wynn or Encore, to go to downtown Vegas to meet a bunch of couples? No, we said no. no. That doesn't make any yeah, sense. We said us. no and we will not meet. If it's a group scenario, look, if it is an organized meet and greet with 40 to 70 people, yes, that's much different. But when one couple's organizing it, fuck it. We right. move on. <laughs> So those were the eight red flags to identify potential fakes and flakers. So keep these in mind when you are communicating with people. Spot someone who is going to lead you on right away and cut them off. Yeah, eliminate them. Don't waste your time. because They're not worthy, man. Exactly. They are not worth it. So back to the Vegas experience. So there we were at Mon Ami Gabi. We just had a really nice dinner and some wine. And yeah, we decided great. to do a walking circuit. Yeah. I mean, look, we were sitting there talking about the podcast. Yeah. And we were sitting there talking about you guys. <laughs> right. Here we are in Vegas in Sin City. Yeah, just the two of us. Yeah. And we're talking about you guys, the listeners. <laughs> right. What do we need to teach them? Yeah. And we came up with these eight things. Exactly. To teach you guys. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, well, we're done. Let's go mm-hmm. ahead and walk off my steak and all this wine were bloated. (laughs) So we left the Paris. We made a right. You guys know Vegas. When you make a right, there's the Bally's Casino. Mm -hmm. Then we jumped over to Caesars, walked around there for a little bit, made our way back to the Bellagio, and then crossed the street again all the way back to Paris. That's where our car was at the valet. And then we decided to head back to the Luxor, to the lap of luxury. That's why it's called the Luxor. (laughs) So we went back and we went to our room. And we made some big drinks in our sippy cups. Yeah. And we hit the gaming floor. Like at midnight. 
yeah, from midnight to about five in the morning, we were out playing from slots to all kinds of stuff <laughs> on the gaming floor. Yeah, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> the stuff that we would do normally before we entered the lifestyle. I know. Yeah. If we were in Vegas. That's what we did. That's how we had fun in Vegas. <laughs> Made some big drinks, walked around a lot. <laughs> right. and it kind of took us back a little bit. It was sweet. It was yeah, great. I loved it. I'd love to fuck others, but didn't I work know. out. Okay. Yeah, so what can yeah. You do? Hey. yeah, it was a funky fog, man. Yeah. It was a very interesting. It was a weird feeling. So there we are at five in the morning. Yes. Went back to the room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And slept in to right before noon. Yeah. And got up and chilled in the room and figured out, okay, what do we want to do now? Right. Because we had the room until Monday. Yeah. We didn't have to check out or anything. We didn't have to rush. No. You know? No, yeah. no, no, for anything. But we got hungry and we wanted to hit the buffet downstairs. Mm-hmm. They have a good brunch there. They do. And it's not bad, the buffet there. The decor is nice, like the Egyptian. It's oh, in the sure. basement. It's But it's, they did a good job yeah, with it. And kind the of a cool theme. Sure. So we went down to the buffet and had a really great time. And we were just doing our after action report there. Yeah. You know, what went on this weekend? I know. It was What's a little going strange. on with us? Or why are we in this fog? Yeah. And that's where we coined the term, the swingers funky fog. Exactly. Because <laughs> it gets you down in a funk. Dude, right? it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a downer. Like when you're in the middle of it, yeah. you're thinking, what am I doing wrong? I mean, How do I get out of it? Yeah. How do I climb out? Because you start second guessing yourself. You start asking yourself questions right. like, am I attractive enough? <laughs> right. Did I say something that offended them? Right. I thought the conversation was going well. What yeah. did I do? Should we work out more? Did they misinterpret that chat I sent? Yes. That, that, you know, we were trying to be funny. Right. Did it backfire <laughs> on us? Yeah. Maybe you, they didn't understand our sense of humor. Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's horrible, man. And the internal dialogue that you get as a result yeah. of getting flaked on or maybe something not working out mm-hmm. in terms of a date. It's not cool, man. You know, it can almost get you into a mild depression. Oh, absolutely. That's why we call it the fog. Yeah. It's horrible. It's definitely frustrating. And you know, another potential issue is that you might start blaming your spouse that handles the communication. Yeah. You might start yeah. kind of arguing with them. saying Why things didn't like, you send another titty pig? Yeah. Why did you say that? Maybe that's what turned them on. Right. I wanted to go to this place. You should right. have given them my suggestion. Exactly. I don't know. It could be anything. Right. But the argument doesn't need to happen because remember, it was out of your control. It was the other couple that was trying to play the game and play the field that found interest somewhere else. Not really having to do with you. It was all based on their selfishness. We're going to do an entire episode on the Swingers Funky Fog. Oh, yeah. You're going to learn strategies to help you fight back against that funky fog, to help keep your morale high and make sure that you develop and maintain that unstoppable confidence that you need to get through that fog very quickly, just like we do. Yeah, it fight back against the dumbass. Exactly. The you, flaky swingers. Right. You might realize that the fog can last a little bit, but it doesn't have to be an extended experience. Right. Like you don't have to get into an argument for a week with your love of your life because yeah. of someone else else's actions. Right. And we're going to show you the process and our outlook to get through it. Yes. And how we did it and how we recommend you do it to get back to love, to get back to happiness, to get back to where the lifestyle is supposed to be a beautiful addition to you, not something that brings drama to you or turmoil or arguments. It should be something that accentuates the love you have for each other, whether you're married or not. That doesn't even matter. Right. Getting back to a very happy place. Oh, yeah. And of course, when you listen to our episodes, that's the recurring theme. Become the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and enjoy your experiences to the fullest. 
yeah. maximum pleasure, which is why our tagline is discover your pleasure. Yes. Because once you discover that pleasure and you share it with each other, your bond is more amazing. Oh, yeah. Through your spiritual travels. Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool. I'm it's, not going to get too woo-woo. <laughs> it's just, it really is unbelievable. But you do have to know where to draw the line with people that will waste your time. Yeah, you, the dummies. Yeah, you got to learn to punch the time wasters in the mouth, basically. Yeah, of course. You know, school the fakes, the flakers, so that they never mess with you again. Slap them with your dick. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just <laughs> boom. Like if their face was a piñata yeah. and your dick was that stick, just stand in front of them and whip your hips and slap them with your dick. <laughs> I right on the mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll help you fight back against the swingers funky fog in that episode. And not just that episode. We're going to continue to put out more episodes like it to help you deal with goofy people in yeah, the lifestyle. Absolutely. We discount them yes. immediately. Right. They're I mean, no longer friendlies. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because some swingers, they're just trying to have their cake and eat it, too. Many of these couples, they're just trying to squeeze in too much fun for one day. The next best offer syndrome. It's very popular in Vegas and at large gatherings mm-hmm. of swingers, large takeover parties. Yeah. Because everyone wants to maximize that experience. Right. And they want to fuck as many people as possible. So they get a little stupid. Mm-hmm. So if you're the third couple in line, good luck getting the guy to get an erection. He might not be able to perform at all. Probably not. I no. don't think he'll be able to. How many times have you been in a play scenario mm-hmm. in a swap? And the guy's having trouble with his plumbing. He can't get his dick rock hard. Yeah. And then he tells you, oh, it usually is good. It usually right. is it. And then he confesses to you the following. What does he say to you? He says, oh, I fucked my wife three times today. Right. I'm like, like dude, it's game day, man. Come on, man. You don't fuck around on game day. You've known your wife for like, what, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> this is not the day to fuck your wife three times. Try something new abstain from sex with your wife so you can enjoy something new. I mean, save some of your shit for me. Right. I mean, you know or, you're or, meeting or me. for whoever they're meeting. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, but you've been in that situation more than once. It's so frustrating. Where you've told me that the guy's apologizing profusely. Oh, you know, this never happened. Yeah. I had sex, you know, just earlier about an hour and a half ago with my wife. I couldn't contain myself. We were just so turned on. It's like, dude, don't be a goofball, man. Right. <laughs> save your energy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but look, if that guy can't get it up with you and you're like the third couple they're meeting that day, that's not going to be fun. No. It's going to be a chore. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a lot of work. If you fuck at all. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, not fun. <laughs> and if the guy is able to get his dick hard, you know what? It's not going to be an epic play session. No, he's not going to come. It's just a little dust is going to come out. <laughs> it's just going to go, oh, 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 poof. <laughs> A little bit of dust because he's dry, man. He's all dried up. Dude, come on, man. Game day for a big athlete. He's not fucking all day long before the big game, dude. Oh, my God. Anyway, whatever, dude. Okay, let's move on from that. Okay. (laughs) So we decided to leave Vegas that Sunday evening. Yeah, after a big buffet. (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, we had the room till the next day. Yes. It was there, but Mm -hmm. we were like, you know what? Let's leave. Let's just leave. We were done with work. Yeah, you know? I didn't want to meet. Okay, so new couples were messaging us. Yeah. Hey, we just saw you're this. I saw that you're in town. Yeah. Do you guys want to meet? I'm like, look, I'm not starting with that. Some of the couples that we had altered plans with yes. on Saturday and we said no to, mm-hmm. they were kicking us saying, how about we try again today? Right. And again, we don't give second chances. Mm-mm. You fuck around with our time. You mess with us. Yeah. You're put on a list mm-hmm. of undesirables. Oh, yeah. We feel that we're a quality couple. Definitely. We f- this is how we feel. Yeah. Whether someone believes it or not. Right. We feel this way. And if you disrespect us or attempt to disrespect us, we don't want to be a part of that. No way. At all. No. Nah. You know why? 
Because mama didn't raise no food. Oh, shit. You know how I spell raise, right? Uh-huh. R-A-Z-E. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Uh, we don't want to play in your stupid game. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want a part of that shit. We extract ourselves. Mm-hmm. So these couples, hey, you want, we want to try again for the day? We're going to be at the pool. No. Nope. Do your pool. You're dismissed. Yes. Now, we didn't say that to them. Right. My responses were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Let's touch base a little later. So I started reversing these strategies. Exactly. The eight. Yes. Started doing that to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a taste of that. Let's touch base a little bit later and see where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds like an awesome plan. Mm -hmm. Touch base later. Okay. Let's message each other a little closer to five o'clock. Right. Keeping it vague. Called Bellhop from the room. Yes. They came up, Uh loaded everything, loaded the car. We were done and gone. I got my final receipt, zero balance. (laughs) Yes. Done. Yeah, there was no turning back at that point. So so here's an audio clip that we took at a gas station where we went to fill up before getting on the freeway. And you'll hear us kind of shooting the shit, lighting our cigars so we could start our ritual. And doing a little bit of elaborating on the, the weekend events as well. Yeah, summarizing some thoughts while they were still fresh in our head. All right, everybody, we're at the gas station. We just fueled up at the Chevron here at Southern Highlands. Mm -hmm. This is the gated community with the Southern Highlands Golf Course. Floyd Mayweather lives in there. Mr. Steve and his family used to live here. Then his wife took the house and he, Mr. Steve moved into a villa at the Wynn. Really nice gated community. And this is a great gas station. We came here because of squeegees work. <laughs> yes. That's really why we came here. <laughs> they we could, have, we could have gone to any, <laughs> yeah. any gas station. We want to clean the windows. Yeah, uh, we drove this trip. So we're going to drive back to Los Angeles. And we're about to light up some cigars at the gas station. It's probably yeah. very unsafe what we're about to do. <laughs> Having an open flame. Yeah. Around a lot of fuel. Right. While you're yeah. pumping gas. No, you already finished no. that. We're, we're in the car now. We're ready to drive back. <laughs> oh. What we're going to do is light up our cigars. We're going to do a little circuit, hit the 15 freeway south, and give you guys a little summary of what went down this weekend. Again, this weekend was a bit of a shit show slash clusterfuck <laughs> in terms of meeting with couples. Yeah, it was. It was. Even though we did a really good awareness campaign, uh-huh. it just so happened that the couples weren't there mentally, meaning their priorities were a little bit screwed up. That's right. Their priorities were not on sexy time. No. They were not aligned with ours. And it's very common in the lifestyle. And we don't take it personally. Right. We don't even view it as rejection. Is it possible that they didn't like us so they made up a story? That is possible. Sure. But based on their messages, the lead up, the talking throughout the week, the emails, guys, we're down to fuck. Thank you so much. We've been looking at your profile for a while. It's so great to finally be where our paths can cross. Looking forward to meeting you guys. Yeah. Based on everything they were telling us. And and based on them them reaching out first. Oh, they're the ones that initiated. Yeah. Yeah. So we did what we talked about in episode 19, which was perv, reach out, and post. We taught you this and we did it. We Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. I mean, it works. All right. Let's do the cigars. Then we'll continue the conversation. Okay. And give them an update. All right. So go ahead and light up. What we're smoking is not that important. Just know that they're long, Churchill, seven inchers, heavy, yeah. full-bodied, <laughs> dessert. Delicious. Like a, after a nice steak, you smoke one of these Absolutely, stogies. yes. These are great. Okay, go ahead and light yours up, should we? <laughs> and we'll continue to chit-chat here. Okay. So as she toasts the foot, what she's doing is she's holding the cigar in front of her, and she's twirling it in circles. So she's not putting it in her mouth at this point. She's just kind of lighting the end to toast it. And then she's going to put it in her mouth. Now it's in her mouth. Now she's lighting it. Now she's drawing air through it, sucking it in and exhaling. Now that's well lit. Oh, yeah. 
And oh, so yeah. the importance of toasting it is good because if you light it directly and you start putting it in your mouth and start sucking on it, it can yeah. get a little bit bitter. Sure. Because you're sucking hard enough to get it lit. And what happens is that it starts burning a little bit deep inside mm -hmm. and it's harsh. Right. So hold this. Sure. Um, my elaborate recording equipment, yeah. which is my phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my new Note 9. Mm. I didn't mean to save, I didn't mean to floss on you guys. <laughs> I'm going to take off the cigar ring. That's what you call the label. They're big yeah. and they're fancy and they're in the way. We don't need them. No. No. In fact, guys that smoke a lot when they're at the cigar lounges, they could be smoking a $300 cigar and the guy next to him could have an $8 cigar. Yeah. And they take off the labels so that no one knows what you're smoking because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I'm toasting the foot of mine now. There it is. Oh, that looks and great. the flame is not right on the cigar. It's kind of far away, which is yeah. why we toast it for a long time. Right. Now I'm going to go in my mouth. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah. That's good? Yes. Nice and even. This is a definition well, of right. hotboxing. Because <laughs> the windows are all up, dude. <laughs> you gotta, how come the windows are all up? Here, let me... Okay, hold on. There. Because that's how we roll, babe. The problem is that you have a hybrid now. This is a hybrid. Yes. So you can't hear the engine on. <laughs> the you engine's didn't know the car not, was on. <laughs> the engine's not on, but I did plug in the ionizer. <laughs> Beautiful. Ooh. Okay, good. I'm glad we opened these windows. Right? Because we needed it. A person who smokes cigars doesn't cough, okay? We were <laughs> coughing right now. We smoke cigars. We were coughing because everything was rolled. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was sealed in here. <laughs> right. oh. Oh, oh, there's the engine. Yeah. It just kicks on every so often to we charge ready, the battery. Ready right. to drive. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, you have your seatbelt on, sweetie? Not yet. All right, we're going to put our seatbelts on and we're going to get the fuck out of here. We're going to start driving and chit chat with you guys a little bit. Muy bien. And, very nice. Ooh. What's really popular with cigars is a little piece of chocolate. So sometimes we'll do like M&M's. Yeah. Um, because those are ghetto, you can buy them at any Anywhere. gas station. Yeah. <laughs> But if you have a nice piece of chocolate, like I a love, dark chocolate. I love dark chocolate. Yeah. I mean, look, dude, I've done Snickers before. Sure. That's not a fancy piece of chocolat Belgique. Oh. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's just a Snickers, a big one, dude. <laughs> King size. Yeah. You're supposed to, oh, you're, you're supposed to eat those like in three sittings. Like the, it's considered like four servings and I would just eat one in the, during the drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so as we exit the gas station here, mm -hmm. we are going to take you guys on a little tour here towards the freeway. Mm. Let's talk about something. It's something that's very important. Do not take things too seriously. Don't think that someone's rejecting you. Right. Everyone is looking for who they perceive as being the next hottest alternative to you. Okay? Yes. And, and you'll look at the picture of the other person and you'll say, wait, what? They chose them? Over us? Yeah. <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about... It's about the internal perception of the person making the decision. Right. You'll look at that other couple and say, oh, come on. Mm. Come on. Yeah. I do CrossFit every week. They don't look like they work out at all. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. And then you realize that the other couple that made the decision that chose them, uh -huh. they're not all about working out. Right. They made a different connection. Maybe they liked something in their, a sentence in their profile. Sure. Someone will make a plan with you and... Then something else will come along that's, uh, in their eyes, better, a better time or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe more exotic. Maybe you're just an average person that they see back home every day. Right. And they have a chance to meet a very exotic person, someone right. in their eyes who's exotic. I don't know, whatever that is for them. Mm -hmm. So they will choose them over you and then they'll tell you, hey, I know we had a six o'clock appointment to have dinner or drinks. Yeah. Can we make that 11 p.m. now? Yeah. Like, can we make that 9.30? <laughs> no. And you know, dude. Right. Well, you just got passed up. 
It's not like you're running 30 minutes behind because you're trying to take a shower. There's something else going on. And they want to meet you later because they have another sexy couple or whatever it is. So, so yeah, that means that means that you're getting put off. Right. And so every time that we've had a situation where we've had to cancel a date, yeah, we see it as a blessing. We view it as, you know what? They probably had gonorrhea. <laughs> they probably had the clap. You know what? They may have even had the fire. Far. They may have got the fire up down there, and right? They, and they were trying to, they were trying to set your mound or your dick on fire. Yes, <laughs> they were trying to pass it on to a brother. All right. <laughs> this is how we think about it. Uh, or maybe they just weren't a good match after all. Yeah. Well, I like. You I know? choose to think that it like was a street. blessing. Yeah. <laughs> because we dodged a bullet. Yeah. Like they were maybe very skanky, even though their pictures were wholesome. Sure. It wasn't meant to be. Right. Yeah. So there you have it, sexies. We made it back home at a really good hour on Sunday night. We were smoking cigars on the drive home. It was great. No traffic. <laughs> no, I know. It was it awesome. It was nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> we had some good cigars and yeah, some good, good conversation, good music. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of fun on the drive home together. And then we were in bed by 11 p.m. so we could get up early to hit the gym on Monday morning. Yeah, best time to work out. Yeah, well, we yeah. were really happy to be home and oh, get yeah. back. We Getting had stuff away to from do. the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the Snoopy cartoon, what is it called? The Peanuts Gang? Yeah. One of the Peanuts Gang would do something wrong, uh-huh. and they had that little cloud following them, oh, and it, was yeah. only, it would only rain on them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right? That's the Swingers Funky Fog. Okay. And we it wanted is. to get away from that cloud. We left it in Las Vegas. Yes. Get the fuck away from it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what we have in store for you in the next couple of episodes. A little foreshadowing. Episode 22 is another Swinger Confessions interview with a super sexy couple that will discuss their Swinger journey. We met this couple in Las Vegas last yeah. year. Kept in touch. Yeah. They came to LA uh-huh. and they came to the studio. Yeah. It was really cool. That is a really fun interview. We can't wait for you guys to hear it. In episode 23, we start a new series called Naked and Ready. Yeah. That's what we call couples that require very little courting to take their clothes off. Right? Like, <laughs> yes. These guys have confidence in themselves. They've been together for a while. Maybe they're married. Maybe they're not. But they're long-term couples. Oh, yeah. They don't have issues. Right. They know their boundaries. Yeah. They're on the same page in the lifestyle. They know what they want. And they're pretty much ready to fuck if they meet a cool couple that they click with. Yeah. Right? Hence the name, Naked yeah. and Ready. <laughs> so with Naked and Ready, what we're going to do there is talk about naughty and sexy times. Right, mm-hmm. you guys heard our episode four, episode thirteen, fourteen, fifteen with Mike yep. and Rachel. The way we describe our play dates, oh. we get pretty specific. We go into detail. So we're going to tell you about a specific couple that we had a full swap with, a wife swap encounter, mm-hmm. and we'll give you all the sexy details of that encounter. And episode twenty-four, sweetie, what do we have? Our topic for that episode is swinging with a disability, and our guest is Andrew Gursa. He's in a wheelchair, and you know what? He still gets more action than some people. Yeah, I was going to say he gets a lot of pussy, but he likes dick. (laughs) He loves dick. (laughs) (laughs) He was flirting with you. (laughs) Yeah. I sent him some naughty pics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great interview because it's very empowering. Absolutely. And it shows the demeanor and how you guys take a lot of shit for granted, man. It is pretty amazing when you hear someone's story and their journey. So that's what's going to go on in episode 24. What Mm -hmm. do we have in the one after that? 
Episode 25 is where we discuss the swingers funky fog and how to deal with dry spells in the lifestyle. So we're going to teach you how to keep your mind right. Yeah, so, so you don't you, get all depressed and yeah. <laughs> quit the lifestyle. I know, take a <laughs> just break. You get depressed, just because just you get rejected. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? Some of those rejections are really a blessing in disguise. That's right. That's how we view it. Exactly. Yeah. Because so, you even said it in the car recording mm-hmm. that some of those people might have caught the fog. <laughs> Hey, tell them, where does that voice come from? What's that voice? Far. Oh, she got the far. You become an old black woman. Right. No, seriously. Like, I think I'm in the South. You're right. You know, like I'm committing some kind of mortal sin. Yeah. You're going to catch the far. You're going to go burn in hell yeah. in the far. <laughs> What's the fire again? Tell them. The fire means if you have the fire, that means you have herpes. Yeah, it's the herpes, the herpes. right? Yeah. <laughs> the fire. No, so you, we actually use that accent. And I wanted to let them know because I didn't want them to think that we're it, weird. you're just being weird. <laughs> right. No, because I was like, they want to give the fire to a brother. Remember that? No, yes, I do. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> you'll learn how to get your mind right about getting back into the dating game as soon as possible on that episode. So we look forward to bringing that episode to you guys. Okay, sexies, we're wrapping up this episode and we want to remind you to go subscribe to our newsletter on our website, PriorySociety.com and send us your thoughts about the show, your questions that you want us to answer on the air or your feedback. If you want to send us a shout out and you'd like us to read it on a future episode. Yeah, or a review, some feedback or something. Absolutely. Send us a message on Kick. We are Latino Sexy Couple or email us. Our email is info at PriorySociety.com. Yeah. One of the final things I want to say is that mm-hmm. we've gotten several messages and people love our theme song that we use in our intro for our teaser trailers. Yes. So we are going to be uploading just the song. Or it's basically our theme song. Yeah. So that you guys can listen to it. It's a confidence builder. It's a booster. It's like a pump up song. It's beautiful. People don't know the name, but they say, I want the song <laughs> that you play right. in your introductions <laughs> when you're talking about what the episode's going to be about. Yes. So we've mastered that song. We've raised the volume on it mm-hmm. so that you can have just the song by itself. Yeah. Instrumental. And oh. you can play it anytime at the gym when you're driving it's an empowering song it's really beautiful so I'll make sure that our subscribers that are on our email list get a download link for that song absolutely free and it's a good pump up song yeah it's gonna be great so anyway guys a great time on this episode thank you for joining us we'll catch you guys in about a week on the next episode that's right guys look forward to it see you then bye sexies bye guys Love, enlightenment, pleasure. Discover your pleasure.